Welcome to That's a Chunky. This is Kevin here with Jared, King of the Slams, and the man who keeps stealing my lines because I can't get them out quick enough, James. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We're, it's going to be a good one. We're excited. We are we are powering through the uh, Screen Actors Guild strike um, with our powerful We're gonna end content. It on, are we going to end it on this show tonight? Um, I, I think once the studios notice how we like kind of keep on trucking, they'll be forced to capitulate to the reasonable demands of the actors. So, yeah, I think just also, you know, highlighting all of these actors here is really going to uh, catch the studio's eyes. That's a good point. That's True. There's some really real smart. talent in this thing. Yep. Um, it's kind of like we kind of have to like pick between our children this it's it's hard yeah it's it's not that hard for me but but yeah i get your, <laughs> I get your point yeah. you mean picking between your children or picking between these uh, you can interpret that any way you want um, <laughs> <laughs> um i asked jared to pick between his children and he said none of them <laughs> you make a whole bracket with the children's names in I it. I should do a you. family bracket too. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so dev- that would be so devastating to them. Because they like they like brackets too. Uh if you guys don't know what we're talking about, uh James has put uh an incredible amount of work into the I think you should leave stable of guest stars tournament hosted at Y T sorry, I T Y S L underscore memes. Um so if if you haven't voted yet, you have you've only missed the three play-in games. Uh we realized we had more than um 32 people that were like real contenders for this tournament. So we had three sort of three-way play-in games, um, which we're gonna jump right in and talk about. Um I, I think right even still, I mean for everyone except for Jared. Um, these were pretty tough. So I'm actually going to go in order of sort of like most dominant to least dominant. Um, in one, we had uh, Reese Co- uh, Coiro, um, who is the singer. Um, what's the name of that? How how do we describe that sketch? Bones are their money. Uh, Bones are their money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going against Kiff Scholl, uh, who starred alongside Will Forte. Um in the ponytail sketch. It was nice enough to come on our show and was amazing. Um, and Kim Yarborough, who's sort of um, Tim's foil in the 55 burger sketch and was also amazing on our show. Um, in spite of my loyalties to the people who appeared on the show, uh, Reese Coiro got about 60% of the vote um, and won solidly. Um, it's hard to argue with his performance though, right? Yeah, I mean, he's a, clearly a dual threat. Uh, he's acting and singing. So, yeah. you know, very impressive. Um, although Kim is also uh, a, quite an accomplished singer. So, you know, maybe if she had been able to highlight she didn't that. Showcase it, yeah. Yeah, she, she might have uh, been able to give him a run for his money. Yeah, and Kiff is sort of like a jack of all trades. Um, I think he directs True. a lot of theater performances and makes games. So, um, all a bunch of multi-talented people. Um, I'm looking at yeah. uh, Reese's IMDb page. Uh, it looks like he may have had a recurring role as Billy Walsh on Entourage. Um, mm-hmm. So oh. I, 
I know Jared's a huge Entourage fan, <laughs> um, so you probably remember him from there. I actually think I well, so I don't don't paint me in that with that brush, but I did watch Entourage. <laughs> Most people did. Um, you were slicking your hair back, wearing yeah, white bathing exactly. suits, white couch, exactly. watching Entourage. Oh man, that is totally dangerous, Night's Crew. Um, I think I think yes. he played a director in that show, like the guy who directed, um, shit, what was that movie? Like, I, I think, I, I forget what uh, Adrian Grenier's character's name was. That's how big of an entourage fan Vincent? I am. Vincent? Vincent? Yeah. Well, Maybe. he's in some artsy movie. Maybe. And I think that, I think Reese Coiro was the uh, director. Mm. He kind of okay. plays like this, like kind of dickish director. I think. <laughs> I think. Yeah. But, um, uh, and ne- never accuse me of being an entourage fan again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you said it uh, oh no I wait that, I, that was me that was you yeah, yeah. That was um in our second battle uh good news in terms of uh well i hold allegiance to for coming on the show um we had adam peacock versus terrence bernie hines versus andre bilu and jared you must hate this Andre Bilou got <laughs> probably 48% of the vote to win. Um, I and, do not uh, hate that. I love Andre Bilou. I follow him on Instagram. He's lost some weight. He works out a lot. Um, he looks good. He looks great. He looks yeah. great. Uh, we got to have him back on for some Detroiters stuff. Tommy um, Pencils. When we get back. I have to tell you, my daughter, who is now seven years old, roughly two years ago, I showed her uh, the, the, the part of Detroiters where – he gets nervous on stage and yep. um, it is maybe her favorite moment in TV history. Um, <laughs> wow. She constantly talks about Tommy pencils. Um, and uh, so, you know, if you're somebody who can steal the stage when you're on stage with Tim and Sam, it's pretty wild. Um, it's true. So yeah, really happy to see uh, Andre Bilou win. Um, Terrence you Bernie think, Hines. Do um, you think Jessica okay. rig- rigged that vote? <laughs> yeah. For, for, for yeah. yeah somehow that had uh 1.5 billion votes uh, <laughs> many of which were from some sort of like uh malaysian uh voting farm bot yeah. farm so um, <laughs> big, we're gonna big fans of andre there <laughs> yeah i think that was definitely jessica um yeah good, i good agree call. um terrence bernie hines i think if he ever gets a second sketch on the show um you know that's like a factor for him. He's only been in one sketch, uh, where where uh, Dre and Adam Peacock have been in two. Um, so anyway, uh, I think when all is done, we're gonna push really hard to have Adam Peacock on the show. Um, really good straight man in the Jell Utah sketch from season three. Um, so we gotta we gotta get him when when all is said and done. I think he's a talented podcaster too. I, I have to confess, I've never. Um, listen to his podcast, but I think it's like a, um, a really horror highly, yeah, think, yeah. He might even have a couple podcasts. Um, this third po- uh, playing game was closer, um, and I I think for good reason. Like when I saw the three people who were in this one, um, really three very commanding performances from people who were on the show one time. Um, so Gita Reddy, who plays the lawyer. Um, in the um, Fedora sketch, um, the Qualcomm sketch, uh, Jamie Taco himself, Nick Azarian, 
and Richard Wharton from the Claire's ear piercing sketch. Uh, in a really close battle, Richard Wharton won. Um, I think his performance was kind of very classically good. Um, I was yeah, shocked. I mean, I, I was shocked uh, Jamie Taco did not take it just because of the popularity of that sketch. But Yeah, just his, his like, I, I wondered, I was wondering actually whether like putting the something about the name of the character might have boosted him but i mean it had the pictures so people obviously uh you know could see who was who but i I, one thing i noticed across all three of these was the winner was like uh someone who well actually both uh richard warden and andre were like more or less one person sketches and kind of like really really got to like do it up big in their yeah. sketches and then reese is kind of like you know one of two main people in that sketch so it it definitely kind of leaned towards people who uh were heavily featured which you know could be a chicken and egg, egg thing maybe people voted for them because of how featured they are but also they were featured very highly because of how great they were in those sketches mm. so you know yeah yeah it's interesting yeah i actually I actually thought in that third play in that the three roles were probably like three of the harder that have been on the show. Um, Gita sort of has to deliver like a uh, like six minute monologue, which she absolutely crushes. Um, Richard has to show some like weird sort of emotional range while also being yeah. like borderline ridiculous um and then (laughs) jamie taco's role is just like a total unicorn and and i actually voted for for nick azarian um but all three of them i thought were like really tough roles to pull off um for a sketch comedy show you know yeah for sure yeah Yeah. all right um you guys want to talk about our like that was the playing round so i think we're gonna the nca would call this round two i think i'm gonna call this round one What's coming up? Good. That disparages those who uh, <laughs> who lost, but that's fine. It's fine. All right, so we'll call it round two. <laughs> what, <laughs> exactly. uh, I know, I know when I'm wrong. I'm not gonna pull an "I think you should leave" and double down on my originally incorrect uh, feeling. Um, so the bad news for for our friend Andre Pilu is he gets to now play against the steamroller. That is Sam Richardson. Jared. And just for our listeners, um, who is Sam Richardson again? Uh, um, (laughs) I think he's the Uh, guy from Law and Order, the lawyer. uh, Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, that's a tough matchup. I mean, Sam is incredibly talented. Um, I'm kind of curious, like, I mean, do you think, like, for people as famous as Sam, that voters are going to pick him because of his other stuff or like his whole body of work or are they gonna stay true to the the, the, the confines of the show i don't know because I, I think it's I... gonna go the other way oh really but, yeah my prediction is that people are gonna skew a little bit underdog yeah um maybe. and i'm just throwing out my prediction is that uh i don't think sam's gonna make it to the finals I had him losing before the finals as well. Me too. Okay. I bet we have a lot of that. I bet we kind of have the same person taking him out. 
we're not going to yeah, say it yet. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. 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 I, I feel like I, I actually feel like, yeah, Sam has so much recognition and like, and he's so closely tied with Tim and between yeah. Detroiters and, and I think you should leave that. I feel like they're, yeah, it could be interesting whether people are voting based on just sort of like, you know, feeling like he's, barely even qualifies as a guest star versus being just like a part of the show compared to like just isolating the sketches and performances and then voting by their like favorites from that. So it'll be interesting, but I think he's clearly one of the favorites. Yeah. To win the whole thing. I, yeah. And I, I do think Sam will move on this round. Yeah, I think so too. All right, so moving a lot along to a matchup, which uh, I do think will be an upset. Uh, we have number 16, Fred Armisen, um, what, really one of the greatest uh, sketch comedians in the history of the True. world, um, versus number 17, Zach Kanan. I just think for all his uh, sort of contributions to the show, I think Zach will take him down. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so too. I I think yeah, it's um this is another one where like the sort of in, how people interpret what their voting criteria will is will will kind of determine it cuz Zach obviously has like been pretty small he's been in a f several sketches but they're all pretty small parts whereas Fred Armisen is kind of like the main person in his sketch. Um but yeah, I I mean I feel like Zach's probably going to take it, and uh, I very much also appreciate how well he played his like straight man roles in his small appearances. Yeah. and the chunky. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. in the chunky suit. He's he was a great chunky. chunky. That's yeah. great. It's really hard to be funny with no lines. I mean, I guess technically he sort of is muffled. He does a talk. Bit, but... He does yeah. talk. Yeah. <laughs> he's not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess we didn't really define this, but people potentially could even uh, pull in his appearance in the uh, the Pointer Brothers sketch. That's true. Um, That's true. The so, Pointer Brothers. Oh man, could oh. also boost him a little. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to make a rule to the listeners out there. You cannot consider him from the Pointer Brothers sketch. And okay. Make your... <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> now they're going to do it just because you said. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, you cannot we, consider anything Fred Armisen has ever done other than <laughs> one sketch on. We have ways to know, and we'll 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 yeah. wipe out your vote. Yeah, we will we wipe will. out. Like we, we will disqualify votes. Uh, James actually pays Elon Musk like forty dollars a month. Yeah, to, to like yeah, get I mean, well, he, he's yeah, he's got those chips in everyone's brains now, so I yeah, can just true. get the get the like data from that. It's true. He's a good guy. People just don't understand him. <laughs> He's just I, can't, I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> uh, man. Anyway. By the um, way, as an aside on that, we may get shut down for this. I already feel like. <laughs> like, do you have people in your life that, like, when you bring up his name, they're like, "He's a genius." Like, they they just their face goes like fewer and serious. fewer. Yeah, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah. "He's a genius." And then I'm yeah. like, "Okay, but like, he does all this." stupid shit all the you know and they're like he's a genius i believe he's a genius and then it's like it's like they have a different voice that's say it's like they're programmed with chips in their head to say that phrase yeah i'm just like I mean, okay i Great. my workplace is like uh there's a lot of 
Alon people. Um, yeah, genius. We'll, we'll talk off air with that. Uh, all right, so moving on to the next matchup. Um, we have, I, I think, uh, a real dangerous pick here. Um, oh, yeah. Bob McDuff Wilson uh, going against Allison Martin. Um, so both people with with really great one sketch appearances where they are the sort of the main comedic um, engine. Um, I, you know, I'm seeing McDuff going here. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I well, in just to like make sure the listeners are aware, because I, I don't know if everyone will oh, yeah. recognize every actor's yes. name, but uh, Bob McDuff Wilson is the Professor Urabe, and uh, Allison Martin is the person <laughs> who says uh, the banana breath line. Um, so both uh, the stars of their respective sketches for sure, and uh, mm-hmm. I feel like the banana breath sketch is kind of a. Uh, one of those slow burner ones that has picked up people's sort of attention and and uh, kind of stuck in people's heads too. So she could have a good showing, but I feel like it's hard to hard to beat Bob. I agree, but you never know. Like if Allison Martin's family is listening to the podcast right now and they put it on Facebook, we're trying to win a competition yeah. here. You know, vote yeah. for me. Or they yeah. have a Malaysian vote farm. That can be yeah. another option. Yeah. Yeah. The Jusica vote. vote swings it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm telling like, if I, man, if I, you know, like, if I had to get two people to help me start some sort of Twitter corporation, if that's the thing, it's James <laughs> and Jusica, I'm like, I'm on top of the world. You know what I mean? It's not Elon Musk. You wouldn't ask him. No, <laughs> he'll be paying me eight bucks a month. How about that? <laughs> um, uh, I, I just love the seating of the next one. Uh, we have number nine, William Frederick Knight, <laughs> yeah, who plays Doug, Doug, you fucking skunk. Uh, versus again, one of my favorite sketch comedians of all time, number 24, Beck Bennett, um, who plays sort of the frat, the, the guy who has to pay to yeah. have friends. Um, yeah. Beck Bennett's SNL career is wildly good. Uh, he kind of carried them through some dark times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though everyone always exaggerates the dark times until now, and maybe the show's not that good. But um, <laughs> I, I think I think William Frederick Knight's going to carry it. Yep. Yeah. His uh, yeah, another just like very. Uh, very strong and very memorable, uh, like kind of highlight of that season for sure. Um, whereas Beck's, while very funny, is a little under. It, it starts out actually, you think he's kind of the weirdo, but then Tim comes in and oh, completely yeah. <laughs> uh, one up, one ups him on that. So um, yeah, but a great sketch nonetheless. I want to buy Tim's suit from that sketch. Yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. I, th- I think it's probably laying on the side of a highway somewhere. But... <laughs> <laughs> According to like all the prop masters and we've had on, like that's probably going to be worn by like twenty other people. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Although, who else would wear that? I don't know. <laughs> like somebody huge, perhaps. Yeah. All right. Um. 
So uh, a really interesting matchup. Tim Heidecker, who uh, has excelled in three different sketches most recently uh, as the doctor who occasionally dips into clubs <laughs> um, versus number 29, uh, Jason Schwartzman, um, who I believe is Nick Cage's cousin, believe it or not. What? Um, yeah, his mother is Talia Shire, who is Adrian oh, from yeah. Rocky. Right, uh, they're right. all Coppola's. Sophia Coppola might be his cousin too. Um, uh, yeah, so in 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 spite of how amazing he was in his sketch, um, I almost had, might... oh, I almost ahead. had it up. I almost went upset here. I am I, I literally because I as I've mentioned, I really that sketch really resonates with me. <laughs> um, and and he's a straight man in it, so it's like. I think that was ultimately, and then I had to look at the body of work for Heidecker. I can't knock out a top four seed yeah. in the first round, you know. Yeah, uh, it's but tough. I thought about it. I really thought about it. Yeah, I mean, Jason Schwartzman does like a pretty. Uh, it's that's a kind of long sketch. I feel like, it and, is. Yeah, and his character evolves yeah. over it too, like yeah. in a pretty impressive way. Like from an acting perspective, very very uh, good yeah. performance. He's a fantastic I, actor. Yeah, he's he's. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and very pick, funny and a lot of stuff. Tim Heidecker? Um, yeah. I'm going to throw out something controversial. <laughs> I think Tim Heidecker should be the number two seed. Hot take. I think I think that's a very fair take. He has um, three sketches and they're all home runs. And yeah, um, I I'm think they're... Yeah, I mean, I think I, there's some sketches I yep. know I'm sort of like uh, a little different like a little, I like them more than others. And I think his season two sketch, I think he is really, really funny in that. Yeah. Um, I'm referring to, uh, they call it Galactic Restaurant or something. I can't yeah, remember yeah. what they call it. Um, yeah, because his co-star in that is, I don't, is not a sketch comedian. Mm. Um, I think she does well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... I think he's. Uh, I think really that's impressive. fair. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it, when you get up to like, I feel like it's a very clear top four seeds just between the like uh, volume of sketches and that they've been in, and like kind of how memorable they are. But I feel like you could easily put. Tim Heidecker, Patty Harrison, and Connor O'Malley in any order for those three and justify it. Yeah. I think Connor O'Malley, like his performance as Tim's brother on Detroiters, to me, is like, <laughs> like that is the funniest thing. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like yeah. him in that, like it, it is it's... so ridiculous. Like I think that outperforms any of his performances on I Think You Should Leave. And it, it's hard for me not to let that infect everything. But, but yeah, it's, <laughs> I think that's him and, and Tim at their absolute best. Um, yeah. 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 But yeah, no, still. Yeah, I agree. I think you can make Tim Heidecker number two. Yeah. But, yeah. but we're, we'll, we'll live with it. We'll yeah. Live yeah. With no, it. no, it's, that's the fun of a tournament is any poor seating, like kind of gets itself worked out. Yeah. Um, our next matchup. Uh, from the sketch that almost destroyed Jared's marriage. <laughs> Number 13, <laughs> Cecily Strong versus uh, a multi-sketch star who's also very funny. Number 20, Brandon Wardell. Um, I actually think Brandon Wardell might be the person from the show who might 
like be funnier off the show. Yeah. Like if, if somebody was like, hey, you want to go see like Brandon Wardell's stand up? I would be like, yes, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, but often he's kind of a straight man on the show. Right. Yeah. Um, which I think might lead to him facing the crushing Cecily Strong defeat. She is so good in that. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, she's phenomenal. Like, just eviscerating him and like, um, <laughs> yeah. Per- a perfect, perfect, both, uh, like, very well done portrayal of sort of a marital fight. Yeah. That where yeah. it's sort of like one side doesn't even realize it's a fight right away, um, right? But also delivering some like absurd and hilarious, like <laughs> over the top lines with a complete a straight pick. face. Yeah, I, yeah. I love the way that she starts it, where like he turns off the light and then she's like, "Why didn't you like? What did she say? Like, why didn't you uh, defend like, yourself? Stand up for yourself? Or, yeah. yeah, why didn't you stand up for yourself?" Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's great. She's so good in it. I mean, yeah. like, um, yeah, I, this is a tough matchup for Brandon Wardell. I don't. I feel like Cecily Strong is uh, like one of the highlight performances from the yeah. this show. Can you? So, um, I one of the sort of testaments to Cecily Strong's greatness, and and I think she's somebody who she wasn't always like the most used on SNL, but her success rate was like really, really high. I was playing this old clip of uh, the Jeanette Pirro, Janine Pirro, the, like crazy oh, yeah. Fox News lady. And yeah. uh, my, my wife was just like, is that Cecily Strong? Because <laughs> that's one of her recurring characters. Yeah, right, and, yeah. um, so she's that good where she's indistinguishable. Yeah. Um, she does look a lot like uh, is it Jeanette Pirro. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. We'll call her the drunk lady from Fox. <laughs> who I, who I think was in How to Make a Murder, right? Like, wasn't she in that show? Like, she was. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she was in like some local Wisconsin thing when that okay. happened, and then she kind of rose to prominence after that. But her her speaking tone is unreal. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, big hitter matchup coming up next, number five. Biff Whiff, who I'm going to call the people's favorite, <laughs> versus number 28, Andy Samberg. Um, Andy Samberg, one of my favorite, I think his um, rap rap videos are just the, all the funniest things that have ever happened, but Biff Whiff is definitely taking this. Yeah, this is, this is one of those matchups where, like, uh, outside of the context of I think you should leave, it's kind of like seems like it would be a like complete runaway uh in the other direction right because just because of the like how big of a star and how funny Andy Samberg's like overall uh kind of uh like history of all of his appearances have been um but if you narrow it to just i think you should leave stuff like i don't think one i think Biff Whiff is has been uh, a <laughs> hilarious star in two very, very funny and beloved sketches. I guess three if you split Crash more into the two two pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and Andy Samberg was like very funny, but you know he's kind of like again just the kind of vessel for the humor of of Chunky and, and yeah. Tim. Yeah, 
I think. I mean, I, I think Biff Whiff is going to go very, very far. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. Like, yeah. Um, well, mean, how far do we want? Do we want to? Do we want to uh, purposely avoid it, James? Or I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we, well, we could go through all of these round one, and then maybe yeah, we could right. give our predictions for our champion or final four right, or, okay. or something. All right. All right. All right. Uh, 12 versus 21 seeds, Vanessa Bayer from the Instagram sketch versus Kate Berlant uh, from the uh, It's a Party okay. House sketch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot dip or something. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'll just kind of say I got to go Vanessa Bayer on this Bayer. one. Yeah. I yeah. think similar to the Cecily Strong pick. I mean, she's so good and so funny in that sketch and clearly is a highlight. And I feel like that's one of the also just like uh, first sketches that a lot of people like see and really like get introduced to the show and find hilarious kate berland is also hilarious and a lot of other stuff too and her sketch she does a great job with her character but i think it's uh just a bad matchup because kate berland could easily have have gotten to the second or third round depending on matchups but here just i think vanessa bayer's gotta go at least in my my personal voting fully agree yep all right, we're halfway through, swinging to the other side. Um, and congratulations, Reese Coiro. You get to go against Patty Harris in, in the first round. Um, yeah, Christmas didn't come early for, for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, I'd be curious, uh, what what is your favorite Patty uh, appearance? Uh for me, it's the ta- it's the the video, the table sketch. Yeah, I think I'd have to go that one too. Although the the Santa brought it early one is a close second. For yeah, me. both of those are. I think I'm the same. My favorites. Yeah, and then maybe, uh, then there's Rat Mom, and, and uh, I hate bald the cap- boys. The, the Capital yeah. Room. Yeah, Capital Room. I'll go Capital Room third, for me. Yeah, I think I agree with that. That one's got some very good, good. I would uh, go rat. I'd go rat mom third. I think. Okay. Oh, interesting. I, I think she's actually written a couple sketches she hasn't been in as well, and I don't really know. I think she did what. the the Tammy Craps uh, oh. one, or at least like heavily oh. contributed to it. I I, I like I that saw. one a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have we have another upset brewing. Uh, number fifteen, Fred Willard, just a longtime comedy legend. Versus one of the people's champs, number eighteen, Shante Delon, plus Jusica's um, Malaysian, <laughs> Malaysian <bottom> farm. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> um, do we have to explain to everybody? No, people. People hopefully have heard our Detroiters podcast with Jusica, who was very influential. I think you should leave um, podcast uh, Twitter personality yeah. all, along yeah. with Shante Delon's best friend. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, and and Jusica is like, Jusica is her uh, Twitter handle. Jessica, uh, she's uh, obviously big. I think you should leave fan, but she's like one of the biggest Detroiters super fans, um, and definitely worth mentioning that um, she is 
helping organize a weekly uh, rewatch of Detroiters um, on Friday nights. Um, I think they're doing like two episodes a week and just started uh, this past Friday. So um, definitely, I mean, that's the show's great. And uh, I think having like a sort of crew rewatching it and hopefully growing that fandom would be huge. So um, definitely if anybody's interested in rewatching Detroiters as a community should check, uh, check that out. I am. I need to do that. <laughs> um, but Shantae is definitely taken down Fred. Yeah. I think, I think Shantae's going to win this. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think, um, I mean, that's another one where her, her ties to the show and, and Detroiters and stuff are going to be a big boost. And also I think that her uh, appearances and I think you should leave have all been like very, uh understatedly very funny i yeah. i think the um baby shower gifts one where yeah. she's <laughs> she's having to deal with him is she's so good in that and it yeah that's my up. favorite of hers i think yeah yeah same um all right and uh then we move on very uh one of these classic i think you should leave matchups that james described where um a sort of brilliant lesser known person is highly favored against someone who's even more famous uh so we have seven uh ruben rabasa against 26 rated steven yoon um i the only argument against the powerhouse that is ruben rabasa is that he's been in one sketch but in that one sketch he was had arguably the best performance in i think history yeah right yeah yeah i think so and I mean, it catapulted him into like um, he was in a few movies, including a Marvel movie, a short appearance in that like Ant Man movie, I think. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think Paul Rudd's a huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that Ruben is one that I think I could easily see uh, going very far or, or all yeah. the way. So I don't think this is a. A uh, uh, slight against Steven Yeun at all? Nope. No, I think I think he's going to feel this, but he's got <laughs> he's got some other accolades. Uh, he's been in some famous movies. Yeah, he'll it's, it's, he'll. It seems. Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, he was it, really it, funny in his sketch. He was. He was I know. I loved yeah. it. I love that yeah. sketch. Give receipt sketches. It it's great. Yeah. It was his character sketch. the most like bullied character? And I think you should leave history. Well, maybe Zach Kanan's uh, Paul against Ruben Rabasa uh, could be the yeah, most bullying. Yeah, that's, that's a classic bullying. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think yeah. it's I think it is Zach Kanan's Paul is the uh, the ultimate but, bullying. But in the defense of Ruben, he did have no good car ideas. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he did flinch. <laughs> yeah, he did flinch. I that's love. A good point. I love so much the guy in that sketch who just like very matter of factly is like marry your mother in law, Paul. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, so good. He's, that guy's up there with the uh, in the hot dog car crash sketch. The guy who says, "Well, one of us is going to have to do it." About <laughs> we got to get those guys on the show. Yeah, true. Yeah, um, we have number ten, Bob Odenkirk versus number twenty three. John Early. Um I almost went upset here. I did I almost did too. Yeah. This is hard. With, I think with Odenkirk's like health scare, I feel like people are 
Um, by the way, soft. I don't, this, I, I, have you guys seen the bear like this season of the bear? Yeah. I've just watched. Um, oh, is he one of the guest stars at the dinner? Oh yeah. Um, okay. I'm not there yet. So don't, don't give oh. away too much. Well then I can't say anything. Cause that's, <laughs> I can't say anything. Okay. Oh, you man. should watch it though. That that I, show and it, season and episode are, are all. Great. No, I watched season one, and then my wife was like, "There's this Christmas dinner, and you love all the people that are there." And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. "Oh boy, yeah, the Christmas dinner yeah. is uh, something very, it's, very special." Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry to but, sorry to ruin. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, that. Good. But I I think Bob Odenkirk probably wins. I, I mean. Yeah. I do oh. too, but can I tell you, I might vote for John Early. Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't fault you for that. I think his performance, like, I think Odenkirk's really funny. I just think John Early. That's true from a performance standpoint. He had, like, a very odd role. Um, he sort of had to, like, portray someone who doesn't exist at all in the world. Yeah. Um, but... For me, it's more kind of a toss-up, but I, I agree with you guys. Odenkirk's gonna win. Um, yeah, that's a good that's a good analysis, though. By the way, yeah. just a, a, a subplot that's going on outside this podcast is uh, enemy of the show. Vinod is actually, <laughs> I think, a fan now. He's a he fan is. of. I think he should leave. he's like yeah. sending memes and shit. He's like saying he likes. Uh, Haunted House more than Club Aqua. Like, I mean, he's doing everything. <laughs> I've like, stopped. I've stopped wow. going in on him. For this, only because of his like, you never laugh at my Tesla memes though, Jared. <laughs> what are you talking about? Sometimes on our tweet, I'll make fun of him for having a Tesla. Um, I feel like he gets a. I, I feel like it hurts him when we make okay. fun of the Tesla stuff because I've done Tesla jokes to him before, and he gets kind of uncomfortable. So, <laughs> um, and and Elon Musk is a genius. So I don't I don't know why you guys are. <laughs> bullying him like this i just he has a lot of time to reply to the the text because he's like stopped charging his car <laughs> but, but you know anyway um i know but so we sent, can't make fun of him me, about i think he should leave anymore he sent me uh like he owed me like some money and uh i told him the amount and then he sent that meme of like it's too much i'm not paying it oh. um, of john early and i Ooh. yeah i was like Look at look at you, Vinod, all grown up now. It's great. Kind of proud. Wow. Yeah, I'm proud. Would too. he ever come on the show? Do you think? Oh, I think he really wants to. Honestly, oh I do. man, if the strike goes on we, much we, longer. We can't have him. We can't have him. On. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just pure spite at this point. How is he not? He's not even a supporter of the show. That's, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We have number three, Connor O'Malley. Versus our our plan winner Richard Wharton, I, I'm saying it right now. I think I think Richard Wharton's gonna win. Ooh, what? Wow. I I think when I saw uh, Richard Wharton win his very tough plan, yeah, um, it made me think people really like his performance, which was amazing, and um. I love Connor O'Malley. I think he might be a little controversial. Mm. Um, oh. I've had some people say that his stuff's like a little too wild for them. Again, I can see that about some of his his stuff outside of I think you should leave maybe too. Mm. But 
I've yeah, and some of his I think you should leave stuff is maybe a little bit like uh uh yeah, out there even And you guys don't have to go with me. I also wonder if there's any Transylvanian bot farms. He did sleep with Dracula's <laughs> wife. That's true. So could, Yeah, could this I think this is this is a tough one just because of how good Richard Warden is in the Claire's sketch. Um but I I feel like Connor's had some like his in the uh the Robbie Star yeah. uh, sketch is fantastic. <laughs> so the honk of your horny is so good. Yep. Obviously the the one the uh Tasty Time videos. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to go against I, him. I kind of feel like I feel like you might be right, Kevin. I can see him losing. I'm I'm just I just think this isn't your normal three verse uh, 30. 30. 30. <laughs> three versus 30. Three versus 20. Not 30. See, yes. Three versus 30. Um, if Connor won, wouldn't shock me. Um, his performance in the Blues Brothers sketch might be the icing on the cake. But yeah. oh, Richard, the Brothers, Richard yeah. Wharton's got Cinderella vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. That's true. I, I mean, was impressed by him winning the play-in. Like, I was really yeah. impressed. And, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, we could, I mean, it, it wouldn't be crazy for this to be the first 30-seed over 3-seed upset in a, <laughs> in a I think you should leave memes tournament. Wouldn't be crazy. By the way, <laughs> can we can we create some sort of small trophy that we actually try to present to the person who wins I this? think we can. I think Definitely. we can do that. We right. can. Um. We have number 14, Tim Meadows, versus um, the best friend of the podcast, opposed to the be uh, best enemy, like Vinod. Uh, number 19, <laughs> Steve Moulton. Um, I think I think Steve's going to take care of business here. I think I think he will, too. I think he's going to win. Um, yeah. I, I think, um, yeah. I mean, he's a multi-episode appearance, um, and as he pointed out, Second episode of season, or second sketch of season one, second sketch of season three. Like you get him right off the bat in both of them. Sure. Uh, yeah, I love the Turbo team. I think that me too. Yeah, I think he can win. Take down Tim. Although I love Tim Meadows, man. Like I, I yeah. don't know. Like I think he's so like in Mean Girls. He's amazing. So good in Mean Girls. Yeah, uh, hey, and obviously you, he's done a lot. Have you watched the ladies, man? I think I've saw parts of it back. It's funny. Out. It's Is really it? funny. Yeah. Um, and, and I believe he may have been uh, Cully and Tony's neighbor for a while. I believe so too. Yes. <laughs> so uh, too. Other, other members of our college team. Jim. Cause um, I think someone, I think Vinod was visiting Cully in LA and then they, Tim Meadows walked by and he's like, Hey Cully, how's it going? <laughs> and, <Vinod> was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Cully uh, didn't really understand who Tim Meadows was. And then Vinod was like, that was Tim Meadows. He's like, yeah, Tim, my neighbor. And it, just, it completely <laughs> blew by him. Amazing. That is amazing. Um, but I, I wouldn't be upset. I mean, Tim, Tim Meadows is great if he won. I mean, yeah, that upset me, but I think, I think Steve could win. Next battle, number six, Will Forte versus number 27, Mike O'Brien. Both members of SNL, former yeah. members of SNL. Um, I, think, I think Will Forte is going to take this. Yeah. I, I went with Mike O'Brien. 
I you did. did. Yeah. Wow. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah, uh, he's funny. I, yeah, I, I was thinking Will Forte. If he, if, if it weren't for his ponytail sketch, like if he was just, or if it was just one, one or the other of those, then I could, then I would have maybe seen Michael Bryan making it through. But I feel like just the two, the the, uh, his like repertoire of those two sketches is uh, uh, going to carry him through. But I mean, Michael Bryan is great. And also it's hard not to want to bring in his appearances in those um, Chicago oh, yeah. Rats uh, oh, sketches yeah, too, which were so good. But yeah, this was a tough one for me. I like, I really yeah, like Calico Cut Pants and Michael Bryan's appearance in it. So this one, I I really had a yeah. hard time deciding. Well, I think I, I had not picked a, a big upset yet when I got to this. I don't know. I think Calico Cut Pants, I think as a sketch is better than the two mm. that Will Forte are in. I agree. So, yeah. I kind of went with that as the basis, even though Michael Bryant's kind of the straight man in it. But um, he's good as a straight man, though. Yeah, it's like a, it's a tough, it's like a beleaguered straight man. That's yeah. true. And he's he has he has some pretty funny lines, even as a straight man in it. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I like Will Forte's ponytail sketch more than the other sketch. I think so too. I, I think I yeah. like it more. Yeah. <sighs> that. I mean, his first sketch actually, like, gives me a little bit of anxiety. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's just the noise. I think it came out while I still had a baby, too. Mm. Um, yeah, it's some sort that. of weird, like, biolo- Will Forte made me feel biological pain. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and, then, and then we have our last matchup, which um, it's like a matchup where both people could win an Academy Award, maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> number 11 paul walter hauser versus um the maybe the only person who's roughly 60 lbs in this competition <laughs> um julia butters um i i think paul walter hauser is gonna take it um, uh, yeah he's so good in that yeah um, in the jamie taco sketch but she was too i mean typically when you book a kid um for a sketch comedy, you're not going to get someone with the chops that she has. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, really it was good. very impressive because her like yeah. performance was on par with any of these like longtime comedic actors and how well she like carried that sketch, which is, yeah. I mean, it, it's wild just thinking about the fact that they like made a full sketch where <laughs> the comedy was all done by this like, these child actors, but it was so good. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I agree. Paul, Paul Walter Hauser, I feel like that performance was so great and he is, uh, it's so memorable. I feel like that he's probably going to win. And I think he would be, he would be my pick here. I actually saw both of them in movies, like immediately after watching season two, like accidentally. Uh, I caught him in Black Klansman, um, which I thought was really good, by the way. And uh, she was in whatever that Netflix action movie was, which was also good, but kind of the great not, o- not over, yeah, not overly memorable, but but good. Yeah. Um, I I have a feeling we're gonna have more overlap than we expected, but do we maybe want to talk about our 
final four in this one, and then later sure. we can pick a winner. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jared, do you have your final four handy? I do. I wow. do. Um, so I have the one seed making it, Sam Richardson. Mm-hmm. I have the five seed, Biff Whiff. Okay. I have the seven seed, Ruben Rabasa. Mm-hmm. And then this is the one I'm nervous about now, three seed, Connor O'Malley. Okay. Uh, and I, the, this could be an early first round exit, and I'm nervous about it now. James, what do you have? Uh, Well, I will say (laughs) I had the exact same four. And I also, as we were talking about these sketches, was having second thoughts about whether to pick Connor O'Malley, both in my own personal, like, just who I would pick and what my predictions are. And yeah, yeah, so it's tough. tough. That one also is just a tough region because I feel like, uh yeah there are multiple people in his his sort of quadrant that i feel like could could go all the way but yeah i feel like that bottom right quadrant like yeah after the first round of voting we'll have a pretty good sense as to who's gonna win because i could see it going like a lot of different directions right i actually i actually have three of the same three that you guys had with sam biff and ruben and then I actually think Paul Walser Hauser is going to take yeah. Um, yeah. the bottom right. He was, um, yeah, he was the other other uh, person I was yeah. really like putting up there in my thoughts. And I could see him going. I mean, it would be hard for him to beat Ruben, but I could see him going that far or farther if if someone takes Ruben out too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's tough. I bet I think I already think James uh Jared and I have the same winner. Um, but we'll we'll leave that for um probably next episode. Um even if if either of them if anyone gets upset, I'm still gonna say who I originally thought um was gonna take it. Yeah, um, that's fair. So yeah, again, uh hopefully as this is rolling out, uh unless you're hearing it tonight uh on Sunday, which a few of you might um James, do you know you're going to post these on Monday? Yeah, so my plan is to post it probably, I don't know, around like um, nine, eight, 8 or 9 a.m. Eastern uh, Monday morning. And I think uh, we'll have the voting open for probably two days. So um, Tuesday morning it'll close and then uh, we can... Uh, record a, a kind of recap and preview of the next round um, after that. And what, do you know what time that is in Malaysia for our voters there? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Yeah. I'd have to look that up. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I think we can let our, unless we have any other thoughts, I think we can let our listeners go. Yeah, I think right. that's good. I'm excited to see how people vote. Me too. Pumped. Uh, signing off. That's a chunky. That's a Chunky has always been supported by the Etsy shop of Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. In the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, at the Nighthawks diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, You also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Buffano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. 
Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. Um, those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive t-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bafano in white. He has a uh, very affordable uh, Bozo the Clown clown pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, there is a Baby of the Year bib and onesie. Uh, he has Angels and Archways t-shirts, um, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Nights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative, I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or a short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably placed at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash Swayzine, again, Swayzine is S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Um, you can own these shirts yourself. Um, and we want to thank uh, Reggie from Swayzine for his support of That's a Chunky. Mm -hmm.